I was speaking on the subject how to work in 2023 to experience abundance and glory. And we've been talking about the life of Joshua. But today I'm going to shift it. We're going to still be under that title, a topic, but we have a subtitle. Today the subtitle will be, You Shall Know the Truth, and the truth shall make you free. So in 2023, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall, no, it say make you free. You shall know the truth. Say, we shall know the truth. And the truth shall make us free. I want us to go to the book of John, chapter number 8, from verse 31 to 36. Let's read it together. John, chapter number 8, from verse 31 to 36. Interesting, interesting. John, chapter number 1. I say, and, and Jesus said to those Jews... Who believed in him? If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Let's go on. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendant and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, most assuredly I said to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, let's read it together, one, two, three. Therefore, if a son make you free, you shall be free indeed. Hallelujah. Now, I know that Many people have spoken about this scripture. And it's a scripture that the church loves. Hallelujah. And most of the people in the church know it. And uh, I want to place it in context for you to understand the back truth of this scripture. Jesus was talking to Jews that have believed in him. But unfortunately, their faith was short-lived. Amen? Their faith was short-lived. And Jesus was interacting with them and Jesus was telling them that you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free and if you abide in me you are indeed my disciples now Jesus was making the point that that the matter is not just to believe in me but the matter is to remain in me because many people believe but don't remain hallelujah they are taken away by every circumstances and everything that happens in their life becomes a reason for them to back off from the things of God. Their faith is shallow and has no roots. Has the faith of all disciples. And Jesus was conversing with them. And they stopped Jesus and they said, but what are you talking about? We are descendants of Abraham. And you tell us that we will be made free. We have never been slaves before. Now, this is interesting. They associate their salvation to their lineage. Hallelujah. They said to Jesus, we are descendants of Abraham. Meaning by birth, we are chosen. By birth, we are free. Now, they understood the concept of freedom. 
Remember, these people were living under the Roman Empire and they know what it is to be free or to be a slave. Amen? So because they understand the principle of slavery, they were telling Jesus, we are not a slave spiritually because we are descendants of Abraham. It means by, by birth we are qualified to be free men. They understood that in those days when you are a Roman by birth, you are free as physical freedom is concerned. But they understood also that when you are a descendant of Abraham, you are right in the lineage of Abraham. Amen? And according to them, because they are in the lineage of Abraham, they have never been in slavery. But Jesus diverted a bit. When they said to Jesus, we have never been slaves, Jesus was telling them, he said something interesting. He said, he whoever, whoever sins is a slave of sin. No, no, no. They were talking about lineage. And Jesus comes and talks about sin. Amen? No, Jesus was telling them that the freedom he's talking about is a freedom from sin. He's telling them that he that believes in me will have freedom from sin. He was not talking about uh, the genealogy. He's talking about him. He has come to offer a kind of freedom that Abraham could not offer. He was telling them that Abraham could not do this. I have come to offer freedom. But the freedom I offers breaks the yoke of slavery. But you need to know that. That I'm here so that you may be free from the bondage of sin. Hallelujah. Sin is a master. Yes. Sin is a master. He said, he that commits sin is a slave to sin. Amen? He that commits sin is a slave to sin. And he said, a slave does not abide in the house. Why did Jesus say that? Because a slave can be sold. A slave can be chased out of a house. He said, a son abides. Meaning, Jesus came to change them from the status of um, Abraham said to son of God. He was transferring them from a, a physical genealogy uh, to a spiritual one. Telling them that now you will not just belong to Abraham, you will belong to God himself. So he said the son abides. So Jesus brought this principle of sonship. Hallelujah. And he said you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Do you know that many people limit that truth just to the facts? But Jesus was not just talking about facts. He was talking about himself. He said, you shall know the truth. And the truth shall... Can you put me John 14, 6? John chapter number 14, verse 6. John 14, 6 says here, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. He said, I am, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So this truth that Jesus is talking about is a person. So when he said you shall know the truth, he's saying you shall know me. Yes. And, and I will make you free. But he, he clarified it to them. Down the line he says, you, if the son set you free. So the same is, the truth is the son. So Jesus is telling them that the truth is a person 
And the person, the truth is embodied in a person. And that person is called the son. So for you to know the truth, you need to know the son. Because if you don't know the son, you don't know the truth. Hallelujah. But, but, but he said that, that, that if we abide in this knowledge, if we are not swayed, if we are not moved, if we are not, if we have not shaken by the thing, if you abide in this knowledge, you are indeed my disciples. What knowledge is talking about? The knowledge of the fact that the Son is God and the Son is the truth. That everything that does not proceed from the Son is a lie. And that truth liberates one. You know, the knowledge of the truth, the knowledge of the truth brings you to another dimension of freedom. You know, that can declare the independence of a country. Do you know that the first time the independence of South Africa was pronounced, many people were not aware it was done behind closed doors before they say in public. When it was written there, everybody was already free, but not everybody was made free. So by the time they came on TV or whatever platform they choose, and they stand and they speak, the knowledge of that truth made them free. They were already set free. Signing it set them free. Knowing it made them free. Because as long as long as they don't have a knowledge, they will behave like slaves. As long as they don't have a knowledge, they think there are some shop I can't go. There is this toilet I can't use. Although it was already signed into law, but it was not promulgated yet. So the average people didn't know it. So somebody needs to come and speak and say it. South Africa has obtained independence. From that day, you enter any bus you want. You enter any toilet you want. You enter wherever you, you can enter any shop. You can go from one area to another area without anyone bothering you. Why? Because you have come to knowledge. Amen. You see, people in church are living still with a mind of a slave. There are many things that we are fighting against that we are not supposed to fight against. There are many things that we are struggling with that we are not supposed to struggle with. The reason is that they don't know the truth. Hallelujah. <laughs> they are aware of the truth. If you know Jesus, if you have come to divine insights, of who Jesus is. <laughs> Jesus was not just a human being. He was God's system to bring realities of heaven here on earth. So when, when Jesus walked here, he walked the fullness of a deity hidden in bodily form. So when he walked this earth, those who knew him and did not know him, mm -hmm, because they knew him as Yeshua. So when he was growing up, the name Yeshua was on him. But when his mother called him, no one got healed. 
<laughs> when the people called him in the street, no, no blind got healed because, because that name needs revelation to be empowered. So he was, I'm sure he was playing with kids of his age. I'm sure he was playing with kids of his age in the street of Jerusalem. One day when he got lost, he went to the temple when he was 12. The parents were looking for him. He was in the temple. They went and they said, what are you doing here? He said, I must take care of the business of my father. They were calling him Yeshua. They knew Yeshua, but they didn't know Yeshua. So it's possible to know him without knowing him. So, so, so the whole church is saying Jesus. The whole church is saying in the name of Jesus. But not everybody carries that power of the name of Jesus. Because you can say in the name of Jesus, nothing happened. Somebody has walked into the scene. He said in the name of Jesus. And poof, something is happening. Why? Because the person has understood not only the name, but he has known the person that carries the name. He has understood the covenant that backs that name. So when he says that name, he says it with a deep knowledge. He's not saying with his head. He's saying it with his spirit. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you. If there's a pursuit in life, people, is to know him. Yes. Ah, I know you say, but I know Jesus already. Uh, uh, the proof that you don't know him is that your mountain is not moving. Yes. You are aware of him. You have a knowledge of him, but you don't have a full knowledge of him. And I'm not here to tell you uh, that uh, you are lost. No, I'm here to tell you there is more. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Somebody say there is more. There's more in Jesus than what we are seeing. There's more in Jesus than what we are seeing right now. Listen, listen. He was with the disciples. They didn't know him. They didn't know him. He has to correct Philip. He said, he said, I'm going to the Father. Philip said, John 14, show us the Father. He said, Philip, I've been with you all this time and you don't know me. I tell you the truth. He who has seen me has seen. So there was a side of Jesus that Philip didn't know. He, know, he knew the Yeshua side, but he didn't know the Father side. He didn't know that Jesus was the embodiment of the Father. But all this while, the Father was with them, but Philip didn't know. What a heartbreaking thing. That the answer is in your reach, but to suffer. That the answer is there, but you are ignorant of the answer. This year you must make it a point that you will know him. Paul said, all this so that I may know him. My God. But, 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 but let me submit to you that in the book of Acts chapter number 9, Paul says, I saw him. He said, I heard his voice. The one that called me before my mother's womb. And when it pleased him, when the fullness of time came, he called me. Listen, Paul saw his power, but didn't know him. <laughs> it's possible to manifest the power without knowing him. It's possible to see the power without knowing him. Manifesting the power is not a proof that you know him. All this so that I may know him. The Holy Spirit dropped something in my spirit one time. He said, son, all things are possible. 
I say, yes, it's true. I've tried it, but not all things are possible. He said, yes, all things are possible. I say, I've tried it. Not all things are possible. He said, you tried it in the realm in which you are living. Come up a bit. <laughs> Can I submit to you that when it's raining, there is, a, is an atmosphere on which it's not raining. Yes, 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 yes. A plane can go above the rain. And when it's raining down here, the plane goes up. So the rain affects the people on earth, but not the people on top there. So, 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 so your realities are confined to the environment in which you live. Uh-huh. Your realities are confined to the knowledge that you have. The fact that you don't have a breakthrough does not mean there's no breakthrough. The breakthrough is limited to your knowledge. And God is saying there is breakthrough and you say there is no breakthrough because you are under the clouds. Jesus was with disciples. I'm here to, to, to shape your mindset. To know that this thing that we call Christianity is bigger than what we are saying. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bigger than it's bigger than just clapping hands. It's bigger than just falling. It's a, it's a power to transform. It's a power to bring answers. It's a power to bring release. It's a power to master the devil. Yes. Yes. Look, the disciple one day tried to cast out the devil. They cast him out for a long time. And that devil said, I'm not going. You can read it in Mark, Mark, Mark chapter number three. That's where Jesus said to the Father, Mark 3, 23, he said, all things are possible to the one that believes. That man has his child that was possessed and, 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 and the devil will throw him into the water and into the fire. And these people have never had an experience with these two elements. <laughs> they never had. They, they, they knew Jesus, but they didn't know the water and the fire side. Jesus was on the mountain of transfiguration and two people appeared to him and those two people mastered these two elements. Moses parted the water and Elijah brought fire down and Jesus had an, an, an appointment with the two dimensions. When he was on the mountain, he was being loaded with the power to subdue water and to subdue fire. When he came down, he said to the father, what is wrong with your child? The father says, sometimes the spirit throws him into water and he throws him into fire. Jesus said, I have the knowledge of these two elements. Because I come from a meeting, I come from a mountain, I come from a place where it's exalted, the place where fire and mountain and, and water have handed the power into my hands, and they disappeared. And Jesus came down. The disciple tried to cast him out. He was not going. And Jesus came. And the Bible said, Jesus rebuked the spirit, and the child fell as dead, and the child was delivered. Now, when they were together, they came to Jesus. They said, Master, why couldn't we cast him out? Do you know why they asked that? Because they did the same thing that Jesus did. If there was something that Jesus did that they haven't done, they would say, uh-huh, it's because he did this differently. But the same thing they said, Jesus said, the same move they made Jesus did. And when Jesus made the same when they said, no, there is a problem. We work on this the same way. We gave the same answers. And they say, ours was false. 
and his was right. Imagine you write a test. They say two plus two, you say four, and they say wrong. And your neighbor, two plus two, he say four, they say right. You say, no, something is wrong. <laughs> something is wrong. I gave the same answers. You take his paper, you look, ah, Baba, what is happening here? Ah. It's four, it's four. Why, why couldn't they give me? And, and you go to the guy that, 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 that put the marks on your, on your, on your, on your, on your note and you say, on your copies and you say, Lord, what happened here? He said, two plus two equal four. Yes, four, yes. But why didn't you give me 100 out of 100? Why did you give me zero? That was the question. And Jesus said, yours was not backed with faith. <laughs> you jumped the same way you shouted the same way but there was not a backing of an ancient principle which is a faith by faith we can move mountains you did it by copying what I'm doing you didn't do it by faith it did not come from your spirit it came from your soul and the devil does not listen to those things you shall know the truth and the truth shall now I want to finish today with another dimension of another truth besides the truth of knowing Jesus, which is the, the, the context of the scripture. There's another truth that you need to know, and we're going to see several truths. Today I want to limit myself to the truth of the knowledge of the power in the bloods. Yes. Yes. I understood that many people don't understand the power in the blood. They think the blood is juice. Grape juice. So they're drinking that grape juice and then it washes what? Maybe it dries up, it, it, it smooths the cough a bit, but after two days the cough is back. Somebody say, Power in the blood. Power in the blood. Hey, hey, say, Power in the blood. The first thing you must understand that when Bible talks about blood, it's not necessarily referring to the red substance that flows in the veins. Yeah. Because most of you, that's what you see. But when the Bible talks about blood, it's referring to life. <laughs> so when we say the blood of Jesus, we are referring to the life of Jesus. <laughs> Amen? So why do we say he gave himself? Because you can give blood to somebody and still be alive. You go to the hospital. There is a day where you go, you sit there, and after they give you chips and stuff, you eat. And uh, you give uh, maybe how many, how many bottles, how many liters you give or whatever you give. And, eh? 500 moles. You give and they say, wow, you have given your blood. Now, that blood is able to save somebody but is not able to save somebody. <laughs> that blood is able to keep somebody breathing. But that blood is not able to give Zoe life. Hallelujah. So, 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 Jesus, why do we refer to the blood of Jesus? Because Jesus didn't give five morals. He gave his life. Yes. Hallelujah. And why did he give his life? 
because he was a substitution of the man that he gave his life to so that the man can live. But not just breathe, live. It means that the man may have fellowship and relationship with the father. So when Jesus gave his blood, it was his whole life and everything that contained in that life that he gave. In a way that as a substitute, my God, as a substitute, he took on the place of a guilty one. He was not just dying a mere death. He was dying the death of a guilty. So that the guilty, my God, help me here. Help me. In that day, Lucien, come. In that day, you're honest, come. Oh, oh, Bru, listen. Is it Bru or Ndate? What do you say in, in Afrikaans, sir? Menier. Menier, Menier. Uh -huh. Menier. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Ndate. And we have Menier, Lucien, and we have Ndate, Johannes. Now, Ndate, this man owes you money. Uh -huh. He owes you 500000 Now you go to him and you ask him to pay your money. Just go to him. My brother, I ask you to give my money. <laughs> and, and, and Lucian is like dumbstruck. And that day I don't have it. I don't have it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come, come, come. Now, this man, this man has all the money. Huh? And he knows Lucian. So as Ntate is asking, this man comes and stands in front of Lucian. And when you ask, this man has the 500,000 and he gives it to you. And he goes. And after you come and ask Lucian, I want my money. I want my money. But the money was, was already given to you. So, yeah. By whom? By my friend. Uh, <laughs> so, you see what is happening? Uh, that the money was paid. But yet this man came to ask for the money. Now, Lucian can be in fear or he can be bold enough to say, listen, get away from me. Because the money is already paid. And Go and see. Get away from me. Because the money is paid and you, I owe you nothing. I owe you it's because the money was So the blood of Jesus paid for your penalties. You, you, you know what Isaiah 53 says? Isaiah 53 says, He took upon him our sorrows, our grief, Oh, he took upon him our iniquities and by his stripes we were healed. Therefore, there is no demon in hell. There is no Satan in hell that can come and have a claim over your life. Because it was paid in full. When you negotiate, it's a proof that you don't know. That's why in Matthew chapter number 10, verse 19, he never said negotiate. He said, I've given you power, 
over snakes and scorpions and all the power of the devil. And he said, you shall trample upon them. And Mark 16 comes from verse 17. He said, these signs shall follow they that be. In my name shall they cast out. Not negotiate, not talk, cast You need to understand the power in the blood. That's the power of redemption. Ephesians chapter number one, verse seven says, by whose blood we've been redeemed. He said, we have obtained forgiveness. Forgiveness. So there is no devil that can make you feel guilty anymore because you have obtained forgiveness. You were redeemed. The one I love the most is in Colossians chapter number one from verse 12 to 13. He said, giving praise to the Father who has qualified us to be partaker of the inheritance in the saint. He has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of light of his son, of his love. So, so you are no longer a partaker of the kingdom of darkness it's because you've been transferred. You see, but... You say that, but, but why is he working in me? Because of your double-mindedness. Today you believe he can work, tomorrow you believe he can't work, today you believe he can work, you know you don't believe he can work. Work. The blood, somebody say the blood. And what I like with blood is that, is that the petition in the blood does not get old. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. That blood is the one that redeemed Paul. And that blood is the one that still redeemed us. The same power of redemption that snatched Paul out of darkness is the same power that snatched you out of the kingdom of darkness. The same life, the same life-giving spirit that was dwelling in them has been infused in your life so that you are not standing as you, you are standing as he. You who have seen me have seen the Father. The demonic kingdom doesn't want you to know that. Yeah, yeah. That's why there's so many books on demons. Satan is writing some of them through the hands of pastors. Because the strategy of war is based on strategy of intimidation. If you don't know that, you must learn. Why do you think every year countries display their weapon? Why do you think America has to tell us they just created a new uh, bomb? They just did this. It's a, it's, a, it's a system. It's a power to tell you, don't even try. So when you hear that you don't go to war, you know, you know sometimes it's funny. Some African country will stand against America and say, you stand against who? You. You, you like that. We have our own freedom. You, you are freedom. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think African countries have freedom. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because all your president has to run to them. When they want to decide, they go to them. You see them sitting in Paris, in London, in, um, in, in Washington. They're sitting there. They are not free. They are being manipulated by the power of money. A free person does not consult to make decisions. Yes. 
So it's a global world, so we can do it by our own. Who put you in that global world? Ah, who told you to go in there? <laughs> who, who, who told you? You said, yeah, you, you are independent, then you go in there. <laughs> you submit yourself. So what is happening is that the devil every year displays new strategies. Every year somebody will come give a testimony of how powerful the devil was and how powerful he is now. They tell you that, sure, he can just put a sickness in your belly like that. So now when your belly is being swelled up, I don't know what the devil has put in here. <laughs> Instead of saying, Father, you, I'm getting a bit big here. It's fine. It's getting a bit... I just need to train to turn this fat into muscle. That's it's just... <laughs> I want to tell you that the blood of Jesus didn't just set you free for a day. It set you free forever. It set you free from every disease. Listen, can I say this? Can I say this? Sickness can come, but sickness is unlawful. So when sickness comes, treat it as a foreigner in your circle. He's not supposed to be there. Yes. Hallelujah. He's illegal. You know, they talk about illegal immigrants. Sickness and illegal immigrants. Because anything that wants to come must come legally. If it's not legally, then he shouldn't be here. Hallelujah. You cannot find your way into a country and just say, yeah, I'm here. No. There's a system for which you can come. And you need to be acknowledged. Your name needs to be at home affairs. Otherwise, what, what are you doing here? Now, the same way, everything in your body needs to get the clearance of heaven. So, 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 before sickness comes, it needs to get clearance from God, but you will never get it. Because God does not get, give clearances to sicknesses. So, when you see it in your body, say, I've never seen someone that see a poisonous snake in his house. Mm, welcome. Mm. <laughs> Treat it like a puppy. Oh, Hashem. You will die. You will die the death of an ignorant person. Yes. Hallelujah. I say you are set free. Yes. Say I am free. I am free. Through the blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. You are free. And your family can be free too. As for me and my house, ay, 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 ay. It, it can go to a neighbor, but not here. If a neighbor wants it, it must get it. But me, as for, as for me and, and I said, no, he was, he was there and he was, he died by heart attack. I said, he died. That's fine, but not I died. I refuse. In the name of Jesus. The testimony of one is not necessarily my testimony. I have my walk with God. I have my understanding with the Holy Ghost. And I know that greater is he that is in me than the one that is in the world. This morning, I want you to understand that the power of the devil is broken. You can walk in freedom. 
Today you can walk in freedom. I don't know how long this demon has sat in your heart or in your life. Listen, some people, they deliver them every Sunday. Have you seen, have you seen places where they deliver you every You vomit every Sunday. <laughs> have you seen that? Where the people vomit every Sunday. But when they stand up, they come back next Sunday with the same demon. You know why? Because they don't know. They don't know that they were set free. And Satan is manipulating them. There is no... Yeah, 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 yeah. When you come to divine knowledge, there is no need for deliverance for you. Because you were already delivered. He that the Son set free shall be free indeed. I'm here to encourage you today. We are going to another level of grace. Say, I'm going to another level of grace. Say, I'm walking in freedom today. Say, I am free, I am free, I am free, I'm 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 free. He that the sun set free is free. You know, you can be free and still walk in bondage. Do you know that? It's in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verse 1. Let's read it Galatians 5 1. It's a. He says, stand fast. Yeah. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not entangle again yourself with a yoke of bondage. So it means you can be free and entangle yourself with a yoke of bondage. Today I'm removing that yoke in the name of Jesus. You know what God told me? He said, anytime you have an evil thought, you are fellowshipping with the devil. Yes. Every time you have a thought of lust, of anger, of bitterness, it's a fellowship with demons. So who are you going to fellowship with from now on? I made a conscious decision. Anytime a thought enters me that is not God, I say, Satan, I don't fellowship with you. Because there is no, nothing between light and darkness. When fear comes, I say, Satan, you are offering a table, but I'm going to Psalm 23. He sets a table in the presence of my enemies, and on that table he anoints my head with oil, and my cup overflows, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the day I shall dwell in the house of the Lord. I refuse to sit at the table with demons. Your Bible tells you that in the book of 1 Corinthians, you can sit at the table with demons. So anytime you have a thought that is not God, when you receive it, you are fellowshipping. But with whom are you fellowshipping? Say, I refuse. From today, you know the truth. So when an evil thought comes, say, no opportunity, I don't take the opportunity. The opportunity can come, don't take it, don't sit there. A table is set, doesn't mean you must eat. Yes, the friend of Daniel and Daniel, they did that in Babylon. The table was there. They said, we don't eat from that table because we don't want to fellowship with gods of Babylon. We rather eat, rather eat vegetables. We are not eating meat from them because, you know, when you eat meat from the demon, they will always come and make a claim over you. But when you refuse to eat, they have no claim over you. God will feed you the good thing of the land because you are a child of God. I pray this morning that your mindset may completely change. When you get out of this door, you walk as a giant. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! So if you are here, we're finishing our service, and you don't know Jesus, and today you want to know him as your Lord and Savior, can you lift up your hand from where you are so that I can pray with you? 
I want to worship him to go in place. If you are here in this assembly and you know that you don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus, but you say, today is my day. I want a relationship with the Father. You can lift up your hand from where you are and we will be praying with you. Thank you, Jesus. Stand there. Oscar, what are you doing here? Okay. You came with somebody that you invited. You can stand there. Thank you. I want you to pray with me. Today, you are making a decision, and that decision will change your whole life. You are saying to Jesus, I want you to be my Lord and Savior. It will change you. Pray. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive my sins and wash me clean with your blood. I receive redemption today. In Jesus' name, give me your Holy Spirit and move in me. Amen.